Good day, listeners. I'm your host, Chase Baker, the new episode of Trendy, giving you the top trends in today's world that you can take with you. There's a new episode every Tuesday that you can listen to on Google, Amazon, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please review, subscribe, and follow on social media. Today's episode will be focused on the Piper Sandler Report, PepsiCo, and the Home Price Index. Let's jump in. The Piper Sandler Report. What the hell is that? Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled pack of teens. Not even close to that. What it is is a sample of 14,500 teenagers that an investment company takes every year to determine what's trending and happening with our youth. And that gives you an insight of what type of products or services that you need to keep your eye on that would be great investments or opportunities in the future. A few key takeouts in this survey. First, Nike is the top footwear brand and clothing brand by a huge margin. The top cosmetic brand is Elf Beauty, which that one I think in particular is interesting because any type of cosmetic or product like that where you use on a regular basis has a lot of sticking power. The top three restaurants among teens is Chick-fil-A, Starbucks, and Chipotle. The top website for shopping is Amazon. No surprise there. But a second place is Shein. So what do you do with all this information? Well, I think a key trend here is that teens lead trends. And trends are your friends, but fads are bad. And kids tend to go through fads, but when it comes to having a strong brand that catches people in their youth, I think that tends to have sticking power. And where kids and teens are going, I think is where our future is going. So when you see companies or products and services that are trending up with them, look at what they're doing and using. I think this is a great report to get an idea of what you need to focus on and think about what's going to be happening in the future with teens and becoming adults and where the dollars are being spent and where they're going to continue to be spent. And that leads us right into our next story. Our next trend for the day, PepsiCo. When I think of Pepsi, I honestly think of Coke first. But in reality, PepsiCo is doing a little bit better than Coke for a few different reasons, and we'll get into that. And I think in this case, this is Coke not uh, winning silver, but they're losing gold because they're really focused on beverages and not enough on diversified products. So some key facts on PepsiCo. They make roughly $80 billion a year in revenue. They have a market cap of $250 billion. So a massive corporation with plenty of capital to spend on future products and capital endeavors. And they make about $8 billion in net income. Their stock's been up 11% the last year, which has vastly overperformed the stock market, which (laughs) almost every stock market has been taken to the woodshed this year because of rising inflation, higher costs. All those factors have really crushed the market in a number of ways. But Pepsi has become stronger. Now, to tie in our last story to this particular trend, the Piper Sandler report, actually the top five snacks, uh, three of those top five snacks were all owned by PepsiCo, Lay's, Doritos, and Cheetos. So PepsiCo's product portfolio includes a wide range of enjoyable products, and each of those products generate over a billion dollars a year in, in their own rights. And it's not just the snacks, the drinks as well. They have Gatorade, Mountain Dew. Uh, Quaker, Soda Stream, all of these different areas keep them resilient to, I think, shifting demands and customer preferences. So what's the trend here? I think the trend is snacks are trending up as inflationary pressures 
weigh in on consumers. I think PepsiCo has more snacks than beverages in their product portfolio, and that's a competitive advantage that contributes to their profit piles they've been generating. And I also, they're catching the tailwind of teens falling into favor of their products and snacks. For our final trend of the day, the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Index, also known as the Housing Price Index. So what does this really mean? This is the, uh, the rent is too damn high index. Essentially what it does is it measures the home price changes of 20 major cities. And when you think of what cities those might be, it's Atlanta, Boston, Charlotte, Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Miami, Minneapolis, New York, Phoenix, Portland, San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, Tampa, and Washington, D.C. If you live or want to live in any of these cities, this is a great indicator of how the housing market is performing in this aggregated group of data. Now, it has breakouts in the different regions that it measures these prices in, but for the most part, it gives you an overall picture of how housing prices are shifting. And if you look at the chart of housing prices over the last 25 years, we had the steady 10% growth, 15% growth back in uh, before 08. When 08 hit, it collapsed and dropped you know, 20% a year. And then climbed its way back up and was pretty flat from 2015 to about 2020 at the beginning and then exploded into the upper 20% growth. And now it's back down to 14%, which is still an historic high from where it has been in the last two decades. So what does all that mean? Obviously, anyone who's going to buy a house right now knows that housing prices are exploded. Half that reason is because of COVID and the work from home lifestyle that's changed consumer demands and the housing supply has collapsed from the destruction of all the jobs from the construction era and back when 08 collapsed. So we need more houses built. And I don't think that's really going to contribute to a destruction of wealth like we had back in 08. I think really it's going to be a leak down to where we were. So all this data and all these numbers, essentially what it is, is we were at the 20% level. We've dropped down to 14% level of growth year over year. And I think the trend is housing prices will continue to come down and they will continue to leak instead of pop like they did in 08 because the supply of houses is so few and so scarce that I think the collapse of that sector is unlikely to happen, but not impossible. For our final recap, the Piper Sandler Report I think shows us where teens are leading and those trends will have more sticking power in the future. PepsiCo will continue to trend up because of its resilient portfolio and its investments in the snack division. Housing prices will continue to decline because of falling demand and rising interest rates. But the scarce supply will still keep prices high and not collapse like they did in 08.